Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharp Tongue Podcast, coming to you large and in charge from inside my sister's apartment. Shit is getting real organized here, people. It's Tuesday. I promised you it would be released on Tuesday, and I'm doing that. I'm doing that because I care about you. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. How exciting. What's Audible.com, you ask? I'll tell you in a few minutes after I get through some bullshit that I have to tell you guys about where I'm going to be so you can come see me live. Well, it's not bullshit. It's stuff that pays the bills and I get to meet you guys live. So I guess I shouldn't call it bullshit. You know, maybe I'll make a joke about bullshit. We'll see. If you guys want that, I'll tell you some bullshit jokes. Uh, I'm going to be in Tampa at the Tampa Improv this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, March 11th, 12th, and 13th. And then I'm going to venture into Nashville. I'm going to be in Nashville, y'all, at Zany's Nashville, Friday, March 18th, 19th, and 20th. And then it's Easter, y'all. Everyone, we get to think about Jesus when we're hunting for Easter eggs, because that's what it's all about. You know, you you think about Christ. When I think about Christ, I think about refined sugar hidden inside of plastic eggs. <laughs> Let's teach our children the ways of Jesus. Hide a goddamn piece of chocolate is going to give your kid diabetes. Praise the Lord. You know who's going to save you from diabetes? Jesus. You see the circle of life, how that works? Oh, we're talking about the circle of life. Well, evolution isn't real. Jesus is. And that's where we all came from. We came from Jesus juice, which is another word for jizz. That's really where we came from. Um, so that's where I'm going to be at Zany's, 18th, 19th, and 20th at Zany's Nashville. And then I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina at Goodnight's Comedy Club. That's going to be Thursday, March 31st, Friday, April 1st, April Fools. It's not a joke. I'll be there Friday, April 1st, and Saturday, April 2nd, Good Nights Comedy Club, Raleigh, North Carolina. You can also find me in Cincinnati, Ohio at the Funny Bone at the at, uh, Friday, April 8th, 9th, and 10th. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Cincinnati, Ohio, Funny Bone. And then there's a bunch of other places. I could read my whole damn schedule. You guys can just see it for yourself. JessieMay.com for tickets. As we've been doing weekly, we've been doing giveaways. So if you listen in and you tune in and you subscribe to this podcast, I've been doing giveaways every weekend, every week about crazy shit, uh, dating stories, horror stories, ghost stories, memes, 
your funniest joke, all sorts of things we're doing to give you guys tickets away to come see me live because I know a lot of you motherfuckers out there are broke and I feel your pain. So I want to give back to you because I care. I care about you. So last week we did Paranormal Investigators. My sister's laughing from the other room trying to rock her baby to sleep. I'm in here standing in, you know, I got dog shit underneath my slippers I'm on my second bottle of Italian wine because my sister and her man have 4,700 bottles of wine in their foyer. You walk in, they're like, oh, do you have a drinking problem? Well, you're going to have one when you leave our fucking apartment. (laughs) Uh, I'm home in Syracuse visiting. I was in, where was I, Emily? Minnesota. At the Mall of America. God bless America. We got a goddamn mall. (laughs) It's not the biggest mall in the world. China has the biggest malls in the world. Of course, China beats us at everything. But we have a pretty damn big one in Minnesota. I'm not, it's interesting. I mean, you go and and you realize how depressing it is to be an American because we pride ourselves on capitalism and buying shit to fill the void. You can go in there sad and just buy socks. There's a whole store that sells socks. It's called Socks Appeal. Wait, hold on. That was a real fart, guys. Um, <laughs> there's a story. My sister's asking me when I'm... Bitch, I'm doing my podcast. Take your kid out of my space. I'm in Raleigh. Um, that's a good question. Oh, we got to tell if... Yeah, I have family down there. It's just what I want. The Palusos to come see me in Raleigh. I'm in Raleigh, March 31st, April 1st, and April 2nd. Good Nights Comedy Club. Now, will you take your titties out of my podcast? Mall of America, check it out. It's enormous. It's the most interesting place in the world. Just a bunch of big-ass people breastfeeding in the middle of the mall. I saw my sister breastfeed yesterday, and I'm a changed person because I didn't know nipples could be stretched that far. Her nipples looked like a goddamn, like a Tootsie Roll, and I I, I felt my ovaries dry up and fall out of me. If, if you are plan B, you don't need to put drugs in your body. You don't even need to wear condoms. Just watch some woman hook herself up to a breast pump, and th- that's it. That's all you need to s- I, I saw this bre- breast pump physically assault my sister's nipples. It was, like, hostile. It was, it was terrifying. I had to walk out of the room. She's just hooked up to this machine. Like, she's just just chilling. Her legs spread. Looked like a, like a goddamn uh, monster in there. But it's a beaut- it's beautiful, right? Motherhood's beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's easy. Okay. She's meant to have the babies. I'm meant to make jokes about them. We're going to keep it that way. Uh, yeah, Mall of America was amazing. I did the Missouri College of S- Science and Technology with Jeff Dye last week. That was a lot of fun. It was interesting to do a college for a bunch of nerds, smart technological nerds. So thank you for all the students who came out. And a couple of you asked me to roll on Molly after the show. I don't know how your dean would feel about that. And I kind of regret not doing it now because I bet you have really good Molly. I've never done Molly. I don't even really know what it is. What, what's Molly? MDMA. MDMA. Oh, yeah. So I guess it's good for you, right? <clears throat> I've never done it. In moderation. in moderation, it's good for you. So says my fella in the corner. Um I've never done it. I kind of regret not doing it with you. But in, in my defense, you were wearing a, a, like a sweater from Dazed and Confused and you smelled like feet. So I just felt like my life may not make it through that evening. And maybe it would have. Maybe I was just being a judgmental ninny. And I probably should have just chilled with you in the back of your 
RAV4 and, and rolled on Molly with you in the parking lot of Missouri State of Science and Technology. <laughs> but I did it. You know, we make decisions in our life and we live with our regrets. So what the fuck ever. So back to the paranormal investigation. That's what we did on last week's podcast. And I asked you guys to send me some scary stories about what happened to you in your lives. And this guy, Rob, Rob, did you even give me your last name? No, just Rob, um, told me some interesting things. I, you know, I, I've had some experiences that I can't explain. I'm not saying I'm necessarily believe in ghosts or I don't believe in ghosts, but some things have happened that have scared me shitless where I don't like to open my eyes at the, in the dark anymore. And maybe Sasquatch is real. I don't know. Have I been fingered by an alien a couple times? Things have happened in my life where I just, you know, have made me a believer. So this guy, Rob, says, I grew up in a house that was built in 1918 by a banker, a beautiful old Victorian house. After a few years, he made some bad choices in the bank and cost the bank a lot of money. He hung himself in the smokehouse that was used to smoke meats right behind the house and the property. Who the fuck has a whole house to smoke, a whole place to smoke meats? How many meats are you eating? We moved into the house in 1972. There was one room on my, that my sister took. After a week, she wouldn't stay in it anymore. She kept saying she was being woken up and choked. Well, listen, your sister just has to open up her sexual brain a little bit and realize it's not so bad to get a little choked. Okay? Tell her no one's really trying to kill her. It just is expanding her sexual experience, maybe. They put my brother in there, and he got the same results. Well, then we're, we're entering into issues here if your brother and sister are choking each other, Rob. This doesn't sound like a ghost story. It sounds like how people mate in Arkansas. We had a cousin who was supposed to stay a week and she left after one night, but would never say why she left early. Did your brother choke her, Rob? Maybe your brother has an anger management issue. (laughs) Other people stayed in the room and said they kept dreaming something was in the room with them. We wouldn't say anything. And my mother, my parents told us kids, don't be telling the guests the room is haunted lol you guys are cruel rob you're monsters we always believed that it had been willard the banker's room and he was haunting after he hung himself that son of a bitch willard that's freaky man i don't know i mean if you experience that that's kind of scary i can't imagine you know i've been choked a couple times but just by ex-boyfriends not by ghosts um yeah that's pretty freaky dude so uh, you say you're gonna be in nashville so i'm gonna you're gonna have to send me an email sharp tongue podcast at gmail.com and we're going to coordinate you to come to some shows in nashville i want to hear more ghost stories because you have a couple more stories and i want to hear them in person and i'll exchange mine i told someone last week's podcast so if you guys didn't hear last week's podcast check it out we talk with paranormal investigators nick groff and katrina weidman 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 she corrected me last time i'm syracuse we don't always pronounce things properly uh check it out they're gonna have a show that already came out on destination america it is called Paranormal Lockdown, I think. I could be wrong. I got to get this right. Let me, let, me, let me Twitter them. Let me check on Twitter. Paranormal Lockdown? I feel like that's right. This is what happens when you smoke pot. You can't remember names of shows. I was right. Paranormal Lockdown came out March 4th on Destination USA. Discovery USA? Just fucking Google it and find it. It was a very interesting episode, and it freaked me out, the things they told me. Even if it's not real, it's entertaining, but I believe in that stuff because inside I'm an eight-year-old girl. Um, so I have to mention to you guys about this, this awesome new sponsor that I have. I'm a nerd. I like books, 
not everybody has time to read books. You know, when you travel a lot, it's pretty cool to, to, to be able to listen to them. Uh, Audible is going to be offering my listeners a free 30-day trial membership and a free audiobook. You just have to go to audible.com forward slash sharp. You can browse over 180,000 audio programs. You download a title um, for free and you start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audible.com forward slash sharp audible.com forward slash sharp and you can get started today and there's tons of audio programs 180 different thousand titles so you have to just check it out see what you're into if you're a nerd and you want to hear people you can even have famous people read you books that can get kind of kinky but it's pretty interesting you know if you if you're into morgan freeman or james earl jones uh, they have publishers broadcasters entertainers magazine and newspaper publishers business and information providers so it's not all just novels and nonfiction stuff it's it's all sorts of things that you can listen to um i i one of my favorite books of all time is gene wilder's kiss me like a stranger it's a memoir about his life he's still alive if you don't know who gene wilder is and you've just been living under a fucking rock he was he is a comedic actor he did a lot of movies with richard pryor back in the 70s silver streak Hear No Evil, See No Evil, Stir Crazy, just a few of my favorite all-time movies that my father and I used to watch together. And you can check out his audiobook. You can also have Scarlett Johansson read you Alice in Wonderland. I mean, if I think about things that I want to do when I get high, that's definitely up on the list. You can have James Earl Jones read you the Bible. <laughs> I... I can't think of anybody else who could read the Bible after James Earl Jones. There's, can you imagine having like Steve Buscemi do it after James Earl Jones? <laughs> it just wouldn't sound the same. James Earl Jones would make it sound the way it happened. You would imagine yourself right there and Steve Buscemi would make it sound like just some sort of skeezy movie, like, like a porno. I don't know. It'd be very interesting. So I suggest checking it out. There's so many titles. Um, you can select any book of your choice for free. Um, you just have to go to the website, type it in, see what they have. They have, like I said, almost 200,000 audio programs, uh, all different types of, of genres. They have apps for the iPhone, your iPad, Android, and Windows Phone. You can download and listen to on iOS device, Android, Kindle Fire, Windows Phone, and over 500 MP3 players. And unlike a streaming or rental service uh, with Audible, you can own your books. So once you have them, they're yours. And in your library, you can access your books anytime, anywhere, right from your phone. It's super easy. And then they have this thing called WhisperSync for voice that lets you switch back and forth between reading the book on a Kindle or Kindle app and listening to the audiobook. So if you are in a place where you just want to listen to it or if you're in a place where you want to read it, that makes it pretty convenient and you'll never lose your place or miss a word so it works on your iphone android and kindle fire that way and immersion reading on the kindle fire hd lets you to li lets you listen to i can't even speak lets you listen and read at the same time and highlights a text as you read along with the narrator so basically if you're a shitty reader this makes it so easy if you're like me and you're slightly dyslexic and you have to start a book five times over and over and over because you read four paragraphs and you're like wait what the fuck did i just read this makes it so much easier. Um, there's chapter navigation. There's uh, annotated bookmarks. How do you say that word? Annotated bookmarks. Sleep mode. 
narration speed control you can control how how quickly or how slowly it's narrated 30 second rewind button free mode there's so many options with this reading has never been easier than with audible.com and with their great listen guarantee you can't go wrong if you decide you don't like the books you choose, no worries, y'all. You can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. Audible.com forward slash sharp for your free 30-day trial. I want to know what kind of books you guys are into, man. Tell, tell me what, what, what's popping and what's good. Send me some, some uh, suggestions because I, I love to try to read, even though it takes me 14 attempts to read the first page. You know, I have a, I have a focus problem. As you can tell, it was difficult for me to just to give you guys all that information. But check it out. It's pretty dope. Um, on this episode, I dug into my archive a little bit because I felt like something was missing in my life. And I realized it was an episode with my dear friend, Josh Wolf. We talked back in the day. Th- this, this episode we recorded a while back. Not, not too far back, but Fozzie was still alive. So we talked about Fozzie, we talked about Josh's hot son Jacob, who was 18 years old and trying to flirt with me and put me in jail. I think he was two weeks shy of being 18 years old when I did um, Josh, Josh's short run, The Josh Wolf Show on CMT. <clears throat> so check it out. Josh Wolf is so funny, stand-up comedian, author, show host, one of my favorite people. He calls himself Intelligently Stupid. And we talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about lowbrow versus highbrow comedy. We talk about Carrot Top. If you don't know Carrot Top, you got to check him out. He's in Vegas doing crazy prop comedy. Uh, We talked about all sorts of things. We talked about what I dressed like when I was 16. We talked about how he committed Grand Theft Auto when he was a kid. Uh, And we had a lot of fun. He's, He's one of my close comedy friends and just a normal dude. A normal, funny motherfucker. And I hope you enjoy this episode brought to you by audible.com forward slash sharp. Don't forget to get your free 30-day trial membership in and enjoy this episode and this interview with my boy, Josh Wolf. Wolfman. Yeah, yeah. You like the fact that your name is Wolfman in my podcast. One word. I do one or word. In my, in my phone, not my podcast. One word. Because two words is like a freak. That's like Wolfman. That's like people are paying to go see you. The Wolfman <laughs> at the circus. I love this. Yeah, there's the, our friend is... <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why you'd want to go to a place that has a studio. I mean. We're here in my apartment building and... Um, our, our lovely gentleman is, <laughs> Dimas is here cleaning everything up for us. <laughs> yeah. Just to make sure the podcast looks good. Yeah. We're, we're at the for extra the all room. Audio. My apartment has this like, I don't know. What would you call this room? Like a wreck? Uh, no, it's a, not, not a wreck room, room, but it's like a giant living space. Yeah. With a, f- with a yeah. f- fireplace. fireplace and, and Dimas is, is sweet. Is and, and a refrigerator. And a refrigerator and a bar. And, nice and there's South, a movie theater. Some nice Southwestern paintings. Yeah. I feel like we're in. We're, is there a movie theater? There's a movie theater right in there. I feel like we're in, in Arizona. This yeah. is what it feels like in here. Now, let me ask you something. Would you, are you, th- is the reason we're not up in your apartment? Are you threatened that I would be there? No. Are you, are you ner- kidding me? Are you nervous that I would be in your apartment? No. Sound is better down here. Mm-hmm. And I have a dog that's dying slowly. And new people, he just has seizures whenever they come in. Really? Yeah. My son's like that. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> That'd be weird if he was like... <laughs> Every time someone walked in, my son was like... Uh, last night, 
Uh, he was at the um, Wiz Khalifa <laughs> Fallout Boy show. I saw that photo. Did you get your son a, fo- a ticket to that? Got him to front row seats. You're the coolest dad ever. But Michael Cox was there and took this picture. Oh, that's the photo I saw. Yeah. Michael Cox, who former booker of Chelsea lately. Yeah, and of my and show. friend and of your show. Um, he snapped that shot and he was like, uh, "What's going on?" And I was, I just a friend of mine hooked me up with these seats, and I was like, "Are they good?" And he was like, "She was like, yeah, they're pretty good. They were front row." <laughs> I know. I th- he looked like he was in the in the press pit. He yeah. <laughs> he was like front row center. You and he, for sure. Sh- I mean, we have to assume that he got a little. Oh, he got a little nook nook. Does that is work? that what you mean? Yeah. Are you going Does that have there? anything? Front row, you think that gets him a little something? Are you kidding me? I would have given him no. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't even have to be in front row. I'm going to give your son <laughs> no. <joke. laughs> wow, that's generous of you. That's generous. I, I just like, I feel like. How old were you when you started giving people nook nook? And uh, the 16. Diff- 16? Yeah. But isn't it like the general age? That what was your general start? vibe at 16? What were you wearing at 16? <laughs> you, were you in New York? <laughs> were you in the- I was in Syracuse. Okay, so yeah. you were in Syracuse. Yeah. Okay, so your hair was a little bigger. Bigger? Bigger in Syracuse? No, no, we don't do big hair in Syracuse. It's oh, really? actually greasier. Meth heady. Think meth heady. Oh. Oily. Oily. Way down. Let's call it slick. Let's call it slick. So what was your general, what was your attire? My attire when I was 16, I was kind of like, you're so fun. You go right into Josh Wolf mode. I love it. What do you, what's Josh no, Wolf mode? You're just, you're, you're, you're very, uh, you're good at conversations. You're like, so what was your. Well, I'm dying to know what your attire was at 16. I, when you asked me that, one of my favorite pieces of clothing popped up in my mind and it was a picture. What is that? <laughs> what is that? What is that? What is that? <laughs> it's a pair of jean shorts. Which I threatened to wear today. <laughs> 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 which I threatened to wear Cut today. Cut off jean shorts, mm-hmm. which snowballed into me having an Instagram post because of the photo that I sent to you. Yeah. That people, I'm sure people have seen it. That's oh, like my favorite just, picture. It's yeah, a yeah, hilarious yeah, yeah, photo yeah. of a dude in jean shorts. Yeah. That was, first I sent that to you and yes. then I was like, I'm going to put this on Instagram. I'm a. Um, I'm a. And so I had these like little, <laughs> you said you were going to wear cut off jean shorts. Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that I kind of tapped into <laughs> your who am I. <laughs> no weird. I used to wear these like little teeny denim shorts and there were no pockets. And they only, the way you got them on was there was a zipper in the front and a little like ring, like a little hoop to pull the zipper down. Girl zippers are so short. It was this, it was a it was Girl zippers are like shallow this. zipper, yeah, if you, you will. Your your zippers are like It was like three inches, yeah, if yeah, that. Yeah. And then it so those are like my favorite shorts that I wore. But Syracuse, I imagine there's only seven days during the year when you can wear that, right? And there's a three hour period. <laughs> Somewhere in July. It's in July. If you blink, you'll freeze to death. <laughs> I went to Syracuse to do that. What's that comedy club there? The Funny Bone or okay. Wise Guys? Funny Bone. Okay. So I went there, and I unfortunately, I went there, I think, during the winter-ish. Oh, God. And I remember getting off the plane, and I sent an email to my agent that I said, we're going to have to get together and decide not to come to Syracuse in the winter. <laughs> you have to. You, it's hard to orchestrate that, but you have to organize it where you go East Coast during the nicer yes. months and stay West Coast during, yeah. like, the winter time. How much do you hate winter now? I, it's not even it's not even that I hate it. It's not a factor in my life, and it becomes a hindrance when I'm traveling. Yeah. And it becomes this thing that's just out in the universe that other people experience because on the West Coast it's so consistently nice here. So it's like winter is like oh god, there's cold. 
Yeah. And but I grew up in that. Me too. You I grew, did? I grew up in Massachusetts. Oh, that's right. I remember the last time I scraped a windshield and I thought, this is the last fucking time. Oh, that noise. I remember, oh, and I remember, and you, if, if sometimes if you like miss and you. Ugh, the you noise does the same thing. Mm. It, it evokes the same reaction as nails on a chalkboard with me. So bad. It's so bad. One of my favorite practical jokes, so, and I love practical jokes, but when, when I was growing up, um, you know how people used to warm up their cars? You'd go out and you warm up your car and you go back in your house. So yeah. Your car warmed up. Yeah. yeah. For four hours. Yeah. We <laughs> used to go out in the morning and when, before people went to work and when they were warming up the cars, they'd go back in their house. My buddies and I would take their cars and switch them. So you'd go out in your driveway <laughs> and there'd be a car warming up in your driveway, but it just wasn't yours. That's and, hilarious. And you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> So we were all we were laughing about it, and I remember telling my dad about it. And he's like, "Yeah, that's funny. You know that's Grand Theft Auto, right?" I go, "No, it's not." I go, "I'm not stealing the car." He goes, "You're not?" I said, "No." He goes, "Are you getting in it?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Did anyone ask you to?" I said, "No." And he goes, "Are you taking it somewhere?" I said, "Yeah." And I go, "Yeah, but I, I didn't have it." He goes, "It doesn't fucking matter what you do with the car once you steal it." It's true. Once you steal it, Grand Theft Auto. How many times did you commit Grand Theft Auto? Do you think? Twenty at least. <laughs> <laughs> 20. I, live, I grew up in a small town. so you, we do, would, you do fun shit like that. Like I used to take, I remember my mom went to a Neil Diamond concert when I was like, I don't know, 13. She went to a Neil Diamond concert and she left her white Pontiac 3000 in the, in the driveway. Mm. Big mistake, Nancy. And so I took it and I had my friend with me, Amy Gazerowski, and we went, you know, joyriding around the neighborhood. Yeah. And then I just remember Amy wanting to drive. And so she put the car in neutral and slammed on the gas and we freaked out because we thought we broke the car. <laughs> We're like, why aren't we moving? You broke the car. That's <laughs> like, hilarious. <laughs> uh, were you a rabble rouser? Did you do? Did, oh, did you get yeah. in trouble? I, I definitely was uh, quite a rebel. I think it was just because my mom like kicked my dad out when I was nine mm-hmm. and moved the neighbor's father in. So that... that what? <laughs> so you're... <laughs> The neighbor's father, like three doors down, what, not wh- the band, right? <laughs> Where, but what happened to the, that family? Uh, they stayed. They stayed there and shot BB guns into our house. They did, right? Yeah. Did they have kids? Yeah, and the kids hated you. They well, they did, but then they lived with my mom and Steve and I. That must have been awkward. It so was so weird. They walked three doors down to have dinner sometimes. Yeah. So was your was one of the reasons your mom threw the, your dad out because she was messing around with the neighbors I, we think we're not sure that's, that's there's specula there's speculation there mm-hmm. nothing's been really confirmed nor denied your mom and no no she got rid of him oh he was a pos he was yeah he, of course he was he, i mean thou shall not covet thy neighbors people covet shit people all cov- the time i mean i mean you're on. trying I'm, to covet I'm me i'm up coveting in my right now <laughs> what do you want <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, we covet. We're, I mean, co- we're here with Demas. Human. Demas is coveting us. We're human. We're coveted. Hey. I know. I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. Thank you. So I, I think that mate turned me into a little bit of a rebel. I didn't do drugs or anything, but I did things. Did you drink? Yeah. Well, my cousin had a bar. When I was 13, my cousin owned a bar called Area 51, and I, I would just go there. I was 13 years old. Just and chilling your short shorts? Short shorts, my zipper shorts, uh-huh. and there was just like all these weird alien figurines in the in the bar. He took really? the Area Fifty One theme and went too, too far. Yeah, it's like we get it, but we don't need the, the this creepy alien where costume you, in the corner. Where do you fall on aliens? I believe in them. You uh, do, or just on their dick? Like, do you mean physically? Where yeah, would I fall on no. them? <laughs> <laughs> right on their alien dick. Do you do you do you believe that they've been here? You believe that they exist? 
See, I believe that there are things out there that exist. You don't think there's been contact? I don't think they've been here. Look, especially, is it a coincidence then that since they've been, we've, everyone has a camera in their pocket, they just don't come down here anymore? Yeah. I mean, come on. I think, well, when you, especially people like Neil deGrasse, and they're making like astrology cool, and we yeah. have more access, yeah. and it, it's more uh, easily consumed because it's cooler. Uh, knowing all of the new information that we have with galaxies, there's no way, there's anyone who says there aren't, there, there aren't other people, I just think that's ignorant. Ignorant. It's ignorant. Well, and, and, Not and, people, and but things. Things, yes. But I don't think they've been here. I want them to have been Are here. Are you a conspiracy, conspiracy get person? I'm not much of a conspiracy. Th- I have hope, and I'm a romantic, so I romanticize the ideas of aliens. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I just think it's, like, it's a romantic do you, notion. You, do you masturbate to aliens? I do, mm-hmm. I do. Aliens as in the guy who's... Yeah, I, illegal aliens. Oh, yeah, make, just making sure, yeah. As yeah, yeah. in the Sting song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an illegal... Isn't that a Sting song? I don't think so. I'm an illegal alien. Am I, am I one of those people who are singing the lyrics wrong? I have to look this I up. I can't you imagine that there's a Sting song called I'm, I'm an Illegal Alien. <laughs> I'm looking it up Are right you now. crazy? And come the way on. you were singing it, it sounded like a Sesame Street song. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a Muppet would have sing it. Okay, I'm going to put in Sting and Illegal Alien. You don't thi- so you don't think aliens have come to Earth? Wait, first of all, I think there is a better <laughs> chance that aliens have come to Earth than Sting has a song called I'm an Illegal Alien. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> You're so funny. I don't, I don't think there's any chance. Is there? Uh, I'm an English. Yes, yes. Is there? Englishman in New York. Oh, that's a different lyric. Okay, it's not illegal alien. It's an Englishman in New York. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's not even close. That's Wait, like no, no. I found a lyric. I'm a legal alien. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> The lyric is, I don't drink coffee, I take tea, I'm a legal alien, I'm an Englishman in New York. Okay, I'll give you a pass. My cousin used to, he, you know how the people mess up lyrics and they think, they know them. You know that song, Eminence Front? Eminence Front? Yeah. It's an Eminence Front. I didn't know they were were saying that. Yeah, he used to think, because we're living in a trunk. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're living in a trunk. Come That's on. No. And why would someone sing it? Thank you. Who lives in a trunk? What is that song about? Jeff oh, Dunham's oh. puppets? I was just going to say creepy puppets. <laughs> Thank you. But it seems kind of bizarre. It is. What, that, what, what seems bizarre? Aliens? Th- that someone would ha- live a song, sing a song about living in a trunk. Okay. Well, do you believe in aliens? I believe that there are things out there. I think it's it's really very small-minded to think we're it. You've never seen a UFO? Why do you... Do, am I the weird one? What do you mean? I mean you're coming in with your JW hat and your scruffy beard. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. Usually you look like the type that would be on the news at Gus. 6 p.m. I look like a guy named Gus. I've seen something <laughs> in the sky! <laughs> you look like that guy. No, I, I, listen, I'm hopeful with a Q. <laughs> but do I think... That people, they've been down here, and then we haven't in any way, shape, or form. Nobody snapped a picture. Nobody, mm, You don't remember hearing about that orb above New York City like six years ago? I saw it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm not a crazy person. Well, I mean, that's besides the yeah, point. You're, you, you seem like you could teeter on crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be my comedy CD title, Teetering on Crazy. Yeah, I think you could teeter on it. I don't think you're crazy, but I think part of what makes you funny is incredibly interesting <laughs> is that you're not too far from teetering on it. What do you think about that? 
Do you think that's crazy? <laughs> do you think that's way out of line? <laughs> I think Your choice of words crack me up. I think that don't if, touch my fucking notebook. I know. There we go. Stop we're fumbling with the things so on the if, table. I think if we're here and crazy is like here, I right. think you're somewhere around here. I, so I dance on the line of crazy. Yeah, but that's I'd what rather makes be that funny. than be far off 100%. in the boring zone. No, but that to me that's what makes you funny. And, and I think people, I think anybody who's quick witted teeters on. Yeah, because I feel, you're a little loopy. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Listen, I there's no doubt that I have some times where I'm like, who did I just say that? Or I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> or why would I do that? Like, look, I ate a live cockroach once. That's disgusting. I mean, did, no, but, 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 were you broke or was it a, ch- a it challenge? On, it was on TV. It was on TV. For, for your show? For a show that I did for Discovery. I did a live television show. I did a couple live shows for them, live talk shows. Yeah, which, yeah. Which was... My favorite thing ever. We tried to get Did you on Did you do Shark After Dark? Yeah, we yeah tried, that was so great. Just, you know, I tried to get you on that show, and oh. your agent said no. Really? Pass. I assumed. This Are was you before, kidding me? It was before I had your number. And I was like, because there were a lot of people that, pa- that passed I on that show. I would have done that shit. I fucking love that stuff. I'll tell you why people passed for their clients. Why? Because it was live TV. So they didn't bring it to you guys because... they Because I just said fucking. Well, it doesn't matter. They're scared <laughs> that we can't edit. Say, Say someone's not funny. Right. There's no editing around it. Yeah. You're just not going to be funny for that five minutes. Yeah, but I wouldn't worry about that. I, I know. That's never a thought in my head. The, and for me, I went after people like that. I was like, oh, she's going to be fun. Like, that's I would have loved fun. to do that. I'm going to kill Justin. So I don't know if it was. No, I've always Justin known Justin. That, it, Within the past two years? Mm, yes, because it was, la- was like last year. You did Shark After Dark last year. Maybe two years ago. Look at you trying to save face for Justin. No, because I'm, I'm with Justin now. Oh, you are? Yeah, it I wasn't didn't... with Super. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It, it wasn't with Super Artists? It... <gasps> Wait, was it my management before? I think so. Fucking idiots. Yeah. Now I'm pissed. Can we go back in time? Yeah, you want to? I do. We did before some you were weird married. Shit. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You ready? <laughs> way back. <laughs> going... way back. I want to even be going... alive. As long as we're going back, that's. <laughs> um, we did some weird shit, but I, like, um, we, I did a live show for. You know that show, Naked and Afraid? Of course. Okay, so we it's did... my first sexual experience. <laughs> it's all of mine. <laughs> we, did, uh, we did an after show for it live. And oh, so God. what we brought some of the... We brought all the people on, the contestants. Yeah. And so we talked to them, but also we tried to experience what they experienced. So they ate bugs. So we had bugs in studio. Oh and I ate a live cockroach. It was this big. And do you know... There's a woman... Oh, God. Do you follow sports at all? I mean, it's, there's no. a woman who's her name is Michelle Beadle. She's on a show called Sports Nation. She's she was big. Uh, she's gotten a lot of publicity lately because she stood up to Floyd Mayweather and Mayweather f- threw her out of his fight. Oh, I like that. She's an amazing woman. But I had her on and I was like, are you going to eat a cockroach with me? And she was like, yeah, if you eat one, I'll eat one. So were they alive? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. How big? How many inches? The cockroach. Uh, oh, yo. <laughs> 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 You're like, oh, oh. Uh, well, I mean, where's Dimas? Where's right? Uh, it was, uh, what's that, three or four inches? Oh my God. Did it like pop in your. Well, that was uh, the thing. Uh, it, the guy told me, he said, here's a couple things you need to know. Um, you're going to want to kill it on the first bite. And I said, why? He goes, the taste isn't that bad. It's the wiggle. If you get the wiggle, it's tough. Oh my God. I'm so grossed out and right now. And then he said, he said, also, you have to kill it before you swallow it. And I said, why? He goes, you know, cockroaches, when you cut them in half, they still walk away. Right? Uh, he said, if it's alive, it will not go down your throat. It'll hold on to the sides of your throat. Holy fuck. And once it's there, you can't chew it anymore. <laughs> There's a chance to choke and die. So he said, kill it in your mouth. Make sure you kill it in your mouth. And I kill said, okay. it in your mouth? I feel like porn directors say <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> 
like they say the so, same thing. So yeah, so I threw it in there and I bit. And listen, the taste wasn't that. The taste was non-existent, really. Really? Yeah, it was crunchy. G- ooey, gooey. That was a thing. You know ooey. when you bite into freshen up gum and it has that don't, one, don't one the, explosion. I can't. I'm done mm-hmm. with that. The the gooey center. Yeah, it just popped in your mouth, and that's what made Michelle. She threw up in her mouth a little bit, and I just swallowed it. I just threw up in my mouth yeah. a little bit. Oh, you it swallowed was, it? Yeah. I, what do you think? But isn't I, there like f- shit particles on its legs well, and like its little thing. cilia it, that's on its legs? Maybe. <laughs> maybe well, probably well here's the thing the guy I, I asked about that i go listen i need to know how do i know this is clean he goes they this cockroach eats cleaner than you do it's on an organic farm and he eats organic compost. oh so he peep you got a you got a angus beef cockroach yeah you i got, got a kobe beef cockroach <laughs> exactly you get a free range cockroach yep, yep, you yep. fucking spoiled brat and then i had let me think i ate uh this isn't a new york city street <laughs> corner <laughs> get the Gary no, Busey. fuck you. You got like. Yeah, no, I'm not eating the fuck out of the trash can. You, fuck you. you I'm stupid, but I'm not stupid. And I ate, what are those little things called? Maggots. And I ate. That's uh, disgusting. Sheep brain, goat brain, cow brain. That's gross, gross, gross. Uh, Any of it, the most disgusting thing ever? The sheep brain and cow brain. I, okay, I had a little accident. I was, you shit your pants. Almost. <gasps> I was driving home to my house, right? And I felt the brain bubbling up oh come on with the wait, description wait it felt it bubbling up so <laughs> what I does that up, even mean like uh, royal you know, royal you know bubble bubble boil in trouble yeah yeah so i um i go into my house two bathrooms in my house so thank god i well i the walked toilet. in toilet my wife is in one Being and lady. i'm like babe and she's like i i go how long and, and, and she was like it's gonna be a couple seconds i'm in the bathroom I go, oh, I didn't have a couple seconds. I go oh, to the, damn. I, I go to the other bathroom. to the minute? Oh, yeah. I go to the other bathroom, and my son's in there. And I go, hey, buddy, you got to get out. And he goes, this is how I knew it was going to be a while for I am. He goes, I'm not ready yet. And oh. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. So I walk out the front door, and on my way out the front door, I said to them, don't come looking for me. <laughs> so I, I, walk, <laughs> I walk out of my front yard. I go to the side of my house. And I, sh- I, I shit on the side of my house. Now, here's the embarrassing thing. Because I left the door open. <laughs> here's the embarrassing thing. The embarrassing thing is my dog turned the corner and looked at me like, hey, dude. like This my spot? Yeah, I thought we had an, an agreement. <laughs> like, you're in there. <laughs> I'm out here. <laughs> and that's kind of how we do this, isn't it? Like, so are we going to have to rearrange our agreement? Or You just made me pee my pants a little. It was pretty gross. It was pretty gross. But it was, uh, yeah. And so <laughs> I make my son <laughs> poop scoop our yard. So. Oh, my God. The next day I go, hey, you're going to go poop scoop the yard. He goes, okay. And I hear this him. This is from a the, hot 18-year-old I, I hear from the, yeah, I hear him from the yard. I go, he goes, I'm not picking up your shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you remember at that point that you had left it out there? Oh, I remembered. That's why I sent him out there. <laughs> But he, I was like, how'd how did you he know? How big well, is your dog? That's what I said. I go, how'd you know? He goes, there's such, he goes, first of all, there's a difference between uh, uh, human feces and dog feces. I said, how do you know How that? do you know besides size? And he said, also, yours wasn't exactly, how do I put this, all together. <laughs> you know, when you eat three brains, I ate those three brains at once. One was a little oh, undercooked. God, so disgusting. And it just shot through me, yeah. It was a great podcast. Did you feel really smarter? Sorry. <laughs> Did you smell feel smarter or farter? I smell I smelt farter. <laughs> Did you smell I, you smelled farter? I felt really Did you feel smart? I felt good and bad. I'll tell you why. I felt bad because mm, 
I was shitting on the side of my house. Right. But I mean, that's what we did before we had plumbing. Yeah. Right? And I, yes. So you're just taking it back yeah. to the old school. Colonial. <laughs> when you shit outside, it's called colonial style. It's called style. colonial shit. <laughs> <laughs> a little C- I'm going colonial CS. style. I'm going to go colonial style in the backyard, hun. <laughs> Don't yeah. come after me. Don't. That. But my favorite part was walking out. Don't come looking for me. <laughs> yeah. Did you let everybody know what you did after you did it? One hundred percent proud, loud and proud. I think I tweeted about it. <laughs> Pretty sure I did. Really? Yeah, without a picture, but I did tweet about it. So maybe I am a little. I teeter on nuts. I, I teeter on stupid though. And when I you don't away, teeter on stupid. Um, I don't think so. Did you go to college? I, I mean, that doesn't indicate. I did go to college. Intelligence. Really. You know what? It's interesting. That you ask that. I, okay. I, I'm, I, Maybe you do teeter on stupid. Uh, Maybe yeah. just a little. I'm just kidding. I, well, I, I try. Nah, I don't, I'm not sure how I would put this. I don't, I don't try to. I don't pretend to be dumber than I am. Right. But I, my sense of humor has been described as intelligently stupid. Perfect. I never really try to go past that yeah. because that's what makes me laugh. I'm kind of the same way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Excessively, excessively yes. smart. Uh, you know what else I hate? I hate, and I'm sure you've heard this before, when someone g- gets on you on your type of humor or your style yes. of humor. And my thing is always like when people call it lowbrow or highbrow, like, you know what, uh, John Stewart and Dennis Miller and those guys do what they do extremely right. well. I'll say a couple things about that. One, if you watch John Stewart's show, he has more poop and dick and fart jokes in oh there. Oh my God, they're in the, every show they okay. have those. So it's not the... It's it's the vessel that it's coming out of. Yes. Okay. On top of that, I don't believe in highbrow, lowbrow humor. Did it make you laugh? Oh, it did? Right. Then it fits into the humor category. I agree. I agree 100%. It bothers me when people... Have you ever seen Carrot Top's act? I, I'm familiar with it. I haven't seen it live. Go, I know his Go thing. live. It's. I hear he's amazing. Uh, amazing. It's people an talk amazing. shit about him so much and it's like... Who else is a comedian? It, it, and it's always the people who are successful. Who cares? Who cares what their comedy is? Mm-mm. You can't tell me that Carrot Top is a dumb dude. There's no. no way that man is dumb. And there's no way just because of his style that it's dumb. No. That's, that's old school stand-up. I'll tell you something else. I, I challenge shit. you to go to Toys R Us, buy yep. a bunch of toys, put them in a tart trunk, and make people laugh every night of the week. A theater full of people. Yep. Every night of the week. I'll say something else that bothers me. Like, look. The beautiful thing about comedy is it's subjective. It really is. So that's beautiful. I know my comedy isn't for everybody. Right. But okay. Then yeah. let it go. As a comic, I think your job is to entertain the people who are sitting in front of you. The people who come out to see you. That's How, it. However you do that. Yep. You, that's your job. Right. Now, the only rule is don't do other people's stuff. Right. Outside of that, your job is to entertain those people. The fuck about everybody else? else? Yeah, and it's like just because... You're, if somebody's like, well, that's not for me, it doesn't mean it's not funny. The, yes. One of my favorite quotes Tina Fey said is she said, just because you decide something isn't good doesn't make it. Just because you don't like something doesn't mean it's empirically not good. Yes. And that, that's, that sums it all up. What is your crowd like? Do you have a lot of young girls in your crowd? Yeah, it's weird. I have a lot of young girls because of the girl code thing. And then there's an older crowd. Not like There's always elderly people at my show. Mm-hmm. Um, but those might be just walk-ins from the place. And, and but are these are a lot of the young girls? Because this happened with early Chelsea stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I bet we had. The, we probably have the same exact audience, just in different generations. Yeah, well, not uh, generations, but you know, yeah. years separated. But it was, for us, the first couple of years was a little bit of a challenge because it was a generation of people who had never been to a comedy show before. Yep. So they almost didn't know how to behave. No once etiquette. They, once no they got into etiquette. the, did do you run into that? Oh yeah. The biggest problem is 
the attention span, and I'm sure you know you're a father of a teenage son, mm-hmm. uh, and we come from a different generation of focal points in what we focused on because we didn't have technology to mm-hmm. drive everything throughout our day. So I think a lot of the, the, the girls today and boys in my audience, they don't have the attention span that... It's amazing. It, and it, they'll be record. The one thing that drives me nuts is the recording of the show while it's going on. You're at the show. Enjoy You're, the why show. Why are you in- incepting my show? Yeah. Like, why are we trying to make layers to this? Just watch it. Just watch it and I'll take a photo with you afterwards. Yeah. It also scares me to try new material. Because what I've, it's happened to me before where someone has taped a new joke and it bombed and they put it up and all the comments and that's were like, your thing. and now I can't do that joke anymore. Yep. It's really tough. Yeah. Um, I find it like, it's a challenge sometimes with a crowd with a short attention span because, you know, when you're, when they're getting a lot of their jokes from six second vines with no punchlines, by the with way. No, and no setup, really. It's amazing. The vine humor is the first time I've felt old where I'm like, I don't get that shit because there's no setup. There's no punchline. Yeah. It's just somebody it's just going, goofiness. Whoa! And you're like, what the fuck? Or singing along to a song. Yeah. Or falling. Yeah. 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 It's, it, and then it's like the conversation can go back to the intellectual. Well, you know what? My son, my son comedy. is like for him, what he defines as comedy doesn't always make him laugh. It's entertaining. Interesting. So what they're defining a lot He's like, this is this is great. This is my friends and I love this. I'm like, is it funny? You said it was funny. He was like, no, but we like it. Oh, so it's just entertainment. Yeah. So, so that's not, what's changing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like that six seconds. He goes, they're not all funny, but they're considered comics because it's goofy and entertaining. Vine famous. Yeah. Ideal if I hear that again meal. in a meeting, I'm gonna Vine shit in famous. someone's mouth. <laughs> someone was like, can Perfect. you can you be more can you can you incorporate more Vine stuff? I'm like, no. no. I cannot. It's like, oh God, and that, and what what are your numbers? Yeah. What are your social media numbers? What are yours, ass fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we did the guy who gets unreasonably ass mad fuck. for no reason. Captain ass fuck. Uh-huh. What is your son's name again? I am Jacob. Gonna, Jacob. He's, he's so cute. He's handsome, isn't he? In like twenty years, he's gonna be perfect. In twenty, maybe uh, thirty. You met him at the show, right? Yeah, I like older dudes. He's he was he was throwing me the vibes. He thought you were really good looking. He was trying to, you know, mm-hmm. take the cat for a walk. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah guess what? He, he he really. Now, he's legal, so we can say this Perfect. without being. But he really, he was like, hey, she's got a great butt. <laughs> so congratulations. Tell him. He's Still appealing a- to the younger crowd. <laughs> Still got Yeah. Tell him he's got a great dick. Is yeah. that weird? I haven't seen it. No, it's not weird at all. Okay. I'll tell him. Has he, you, you know he's boned in your house. Absolutely. It, that came out on the show. That came out on the show. One of the shows that, that I was on. lie detector test. The, the lie detector test. That I was laughing so hard during that whole thing. That was so funny. You know, they canceled the show. I know. What the fuck? It be, what? what I, when I heard that, I was like, no. I was like, no. Because that, that, that so, it was kind of, it was fun. So right? fun. The, I thought the bits were so great that you guys did at the end. The music was awesome. I watched it. Like, I would watch clips of it. Yeah. I, it was it was a little shocking to me because they didn't give us enough time to find an audience. Right. And, I mean, it's too premature. What are they basing it off of? They're basing it on not understanding how to do a show like that. Right. Because I don't, I don't think CMT has done a show like no, that. No. And, you know, a daily show where you need to do daily press and daily, you really need to be up on top of yes. pushing out clips. And it's a lot of, it's a lot more work for the network than I think they knew it was. Right. And I just don't think they were ready for it. Especially with social media now. Yeah. You have to be on every thing yeah. that you can. 
Instagram, Twitter, Vine. You you literally have to put yourself out there wherever you can. It's, it's, you know what I do respect though. And sometimes I've heard people not like it. Like people like, I know we're running. No, we're good. Okay. Uh, People like, people talk about how they, they hate the fact that Leo DiCaprio doesn't do interviews and stuff. I like that those, I like, I wish the movie stars were still movie stars. He doesn't do no, Jack Nicholson, Warren Beatty. I didn't even think about that. You know, they don't Jack do... Nicholson said once, you know, I don't do interviews because I'm a movie star. There's supposed to be some mystery to me. Yeah. I miss that a little bit. Well, it's the overshare generation. Yeah. I miss that just about people in general. I miss that about my life. Yeah. You think well, about like... Is there we... a line for you that you that you don't... Is there a line for you? There, I, The line isn't in concrete but there is a line that exists it's not like i won't do this or i won't do that but there's i don't you know i'm not big on like a lot of girls are just showing their whole bodies Mm -hmm. and like being overly sexual that's not my thing Mm -hmm. like i have a couple photos of like why are you naked right now because i wanted to air out okay really had a long weekend oh man (laughs) that's a great one okay (laughs) just wanted you know Mm -hmm. Get some of the amoebas off the of me. Jumping jacks. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like the overly sexualized imagery that girls put out there, I think, is a little much. And, I, it, and it shapes brains. Like our brains are being altered by what people are sharing. We don't realize it's happening slowly, but the sexual brain and the human brain is being changed. 100%. But I blame like, and I have a daughter. How I, old is she? Uh, I have a daughter. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh <laughs> And Perfect. I, I blame, and it, she's one of the things I don't share too much. My daughter has yeah. some. Um, it's been my own choice. Good for you. Um, uh, because I see what happens to girls more on social media, and I know she's got body image stuff. Yeah, as a lot of young women do. And one comment could send her off a path. Totally. Right? So it, that has been my choice. That's smart. To kind of shield her from that. But I know that, like, you know, look, one of the reasons that I despise the Kardashians, and I do. I and do, I too. don't understand why, I don't understand why they're still in the zeitgeist, but one of the reasons I hate them. Zeitgeist means, guys, it kind of, <laughs> it means, like, the whole generate. it represents yeah, the whole generation. Sorry, everybody. He threw uh, a word out there, and I knew a lot of you were going to yeah. be like, what is he, ta- is there a planet? Is there a new planet? No, yeah, it's okay. the zeitgeist planet. Yeah, okay. um, <laughs> one of the reasons I hate is because what they're doing to a generation of young women, I think, is terrible. And it's what terrible. They, what they've done it's with poison. the two youngest and turn them into... Look, you know, I don't know any of the daughters, so I, I'm not going to... I'm not As much as I have an instinct on the ones that I may like or not like, right. I'm not going to pass judgment. Because when you see people in public, I know people probably have an idea of us. Right. Right? The one person I can pass judgment on as a parent is Kris Jenner. When exactly. you are 14 years... When your daughter is 14 years old, and you send People Magazine pictures of her on the beach. Guys, just so you know, when the Kardashians on the beach frolicking, that's because Kris Jenner has called a photographer yes. and said, my kids are going to be on the beach. Those Let's photos you see are strategically placed natural. into magazines. When you are putting your 14-year-old daughter in a bikini, in a magazine, so grown men, let me repeat that, grown men mm-hmm. can jerk off to them. Yep. That's bad parenting. It's bad parenting. It's bad it's fucking neglect. parenting. It's bad fucking parenting. And so because of that, at 14... Now those girls have an image of what I got to keep up with. They are already getting shit done to their faces. Yes, and that's that to me. That's the, to me. That's the saddest part. Is like, it, like Kylie is the one that really. I mean, Kendall's beautiful. They're she, both 
the, the family's beautiful, yes. but but that's the problem. Is that is the core of their whole allure, and 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 what Kylie has done to her face, and, and how it's just sort of celebrated, and and not. I don't know why people aren't more outraged by this because of what it means for girls everywhere, not just in America, but I everywhere. Couldn't agree with you more. It's disgusting. And look, and as a guy, and this is. Interesting. Like, you know, people are calling Ronda Rousey and Serena Williams masculine. Have you heard that recently? Yeah, that's crazy to me. Because to me, those are just gorgeous. Did you hear what Ronda Rousey said? Huh. I put it at the end of my last podcast. She said, I don't understand why people call me masculine. Like, just because my body wasn't yes. made to fuck billionaires. My body, every mus- muscle in my body is meant for something. And dude, she's... I was like, oh! Her body is unbelievable yeah she's she's muscular yeah I, I i i you know what's funny to me is most of the dudes judging women's bodies if they should show everybody they, a picture of what they look yeah, like they it's, should it's an amazing thing sack of potatoes yeah sloppy balls yeah when you're shaped like a pear dude <laughs> oh, shaped like a pear with pears off the pear yeah and when your penis isn't any <laughs> you know you probably shouldn't be judging when i'm putting beans in your, in your any <laughs> penis using it as a bowl your inverted it's penis bowl. Inverted penis bowl. Yeah, Sounds like a yoga pose. <laughs> 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 Doesn't it? All right, everybody. Time for the inverted ye- penis bowl. Uh, you know how to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You make me laugh so hard. Um, you really do. I didn't mean to get serious. It's so serious. No, I talk here. about serious shit every podcast. Me too. I always like to talk about something that, you know, it has some... Not that the funny shit doesn't have substance, but this is something that, especially as a father, like, I, this is a thing that frustrates me and I have a bit about it in my set where I talk about how that their idea of beauty has become the archetype of beauty in our culture and it's unrealistic it's unattainable and, and it takes nine gay guys to make them look beautiful in the yes. morning and by the way people have to remember that their job is to be in shape their job is so to be when in shape, you have yeah. a chef and you have somebody who trains you and you, a, t- a makeup artist team, everything. They By have the way, everything. I want to say to you, I think this is the first time I've seen you. No makeup. You were beautiful. Oh, thank you. You thank really are. You. <laughs> the first time I was I've thinking seen- about that coming down. I was like, he's never seen me without my TV makeup on. No. Thanks. Yeah, beautiful. You're beautiful too. Oh, uh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> your jean shorts are a little shorter than I planned on, mm-hmm. but you know, the one Your balls are winking at me. I, you know the what? The one nutters. The one nutters. I mean, it's just one nut hanging out. <laughs> I told someone a story last night that um, this happens to guys. This has been on my mind, and this is the only plastic surgery I would get. Oh, God. My grandfather once, when I was 15, walked into the room. It was with me and my brothers. And he walks in, and he goes, i got to tell you guys something. And very important to know, there comes a time in every man's life where he's going to shit on his balls. And I go, what? Like, <laughs> but the, as you get older, they drop. They, they drop. really do drop? Mm. So I, the only plastic surgery, I feel like there should be like, you know, like, you know how like they, they lift, you can lift boobs without putting other stuff in them. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a boob lift. It's yeah. a breast I feel augmentation. like the nuts should be on, like, you know, a fishing pole has that real. A crank. You should have a crank. A nut crank? Nut, nut crank. A nut crank? So you can drop them down a little if you want, or you can bring them up if you need to when you're working out. Guys, go see Josh Wolf. He's selling nut cranks on the road. Nut crank. <laughs> a nut crank is not a terrible idea. It's not a terrible idea. Is there like a little hamster that, that actually works? how we do it. What are the mechanics behind I, I, this? Here's the thing. What are the logistics? in some sexual positions, you want to drop the nuts a little bit. Cause really? Because I don't ever... I, it's fun to, to feel them kind of like swing pendulum, with you. Yeah. A nut pendulum against yeah. my butthole? Yes. <laughs> That is exactly right. To me, that's one By the of way, the that's <laughs> going to be the name of my next comedy album. 
You're teetering around crazy. Mine is nut pendulum against the butthole. It's <laughs> my favorite move. <laughs> also, coincidentally, a yoga pose. Yeah. We won't get into it, but um. Have <laughs> we hit? No, no, we have in like we have inadvertently. Yeah, inadvertently we've hit, we've hit some of these topics, but I'm it's dying totally to funny. know what you wanted to ask me. Um, I wanted to ask you about. We actually do you have any ghost stories? It's one thing that I love. Ghost? Do you believe in ghosts? You don't believe in aliens. You don't believe in. I do believe in <laughs> ghosts because I believe that we are all. This is like I believe. Mm, because I don't know that I believe in God, but I believe in energy. Me too. Okay. Samesies. So I don't know if that means there's a God. I know there's a. I know there's a, a, a greater energy. But I think like that's why you you feel positive energy and negative energy. Right. That's why I think if you surround yourself with negative energy, bad shit happens to you. Yeah. You know when somebody walks in a room and you can feel a yes. different energy. So to say that isn't there is to deny that, and everybody can feel it when somebody everybody's felt somebody walk into a room and be like, oh, yeah. who's that guy? Right. That's energy. Yeah, it's energy. So, I believe in energy, and I believe we are energy. So, I believe sometimes that energy is left behind. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I, I don't know. Have you ever to experienced anything? Dent. Well, here's Nothing, the thing. Anything scary? Where you're like, is there? Any, have you ever experienced anything? Because we travel a lot. We're yes. You know, in a, we're in, in all hallway, different situations. In Louisville. Yeah. Anything you couldn't explain? Yes. Not necessarily paranormal, but where you're just like, I don't have an explanation for this. Yeah. Now listen, I also smoke a lot of weed. So do I. Oh, do you? Besides the point. How come we haven't been high together? We should be high together. I know. We'll do this high. This is a good one. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> we would be so fun high. <laughs> well, you know what? You'll come on my podcast. Yeah. My podcast. I'm just starting it. It's called Lifted. Like your balls. Yeah, exactly. The nut crank. Is and that going to so be the name of the nut come on, You can come on and we'll get a little high and we'll have fun. I would love that. Um, I was in Louisville and I was walking down the hallway. You, you're familiar with the movie The Shining? Of course. Okay. So, Stanley Kubrick? Who directed Maybe. Could have been Kubrick. Seems like a Kubrick I think it's a Kubrick, yeah. Um, that's what I named my poop, a Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> a poo a poo-brick. Oh, poo-brick. <laughs> oh, man, just left the poo-brick. Uh... <laughs> That's the sound I make when I go poop. Uh, Kubrick. Um, I, um, I'm walking down the hallway, and it's late. And they had told me this is uh, maybe haunted. And I was like, nah. So I'm walking down the hallway. I love the noises you make. Nah. <laughs> and I hear just a, a door shut. And I turn behind me. And there's nobody. There's nobody. There's nobody ever. Because I, you know, I just got off the elevator. There's nobody. Door shut. And I was like, uh, that was weird. That is and weird. So I go into my room. And I shut the door and I'm laying in bed and the TV's on and I hear a, at the door. And I was like, at yeah, your door? light enough to where, was it the wall? Was it the door? Is that, is it upstairs? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, hmm, I don't know. Right. And then I, and I have one more, which is weirder than this. That's really okay, freaky. So I was like, huh. So I turn off the TV, nothing. Turn the TV back on. Okay, so I left the TV on for the rest of the night, needless to say. Well, eyes wide open. Didn't even jerk off that night. was like, wow. could, couldn't even get to it. Maybe that's what the ghost wanted. Okay. Pop off. Here's the one that really freaked me out. I'm walking down my street. I'm walking my dog. And we walk by this house that people had, nobody has stayed in this house for more than six is this, months. Is this where you live? Yes. Nobody okay. stayed in this house for more than six months. There's all, people move in. They're super excited. They're out. M maximum six months usually wow. within a month or two they're out 
Wow. Okay. So I was wondering, I'm like, they must have some fucking bug problem, whatever. So I'm walking by with my dog and there, there, there was a huge, there were huge bushes out in front of it that covered the house. Did you ever watch the show Paranormal Activity? The movie? The, the well, Paranormal State. Yes, I did. Okay. So that show freaked me out sometimes. But there were certain things that they talked about, like, you know. Like that certain things that happen all, like, are it, commonalities. And, it, and attract spirits. Like when your house is in darkness all time, shaded and all that stuff, it attracts it, right? right. Bad stuff. But there was, it was overgrown and I'm, so I'm walking by the house one night and I hear like a heavy growl with my dog. My dog, my dog starts to sprint past the property. Holy fuck. Like it was her and it, that growl followed us. Same noise. Same loud, the loudness of it, volume from the beginning of the property to the end. I was like, that look dog. At my, look at my, I'm, listen, I've got goosebumps. I was like, that dog is fucking fast and vicious. So I'm walking by the next morning with um, my dog, and there was a guy in the driveway. And I said to him, dude, your dog is intense. And he goes, what? I go, your dog is intense. And he goes, we don't have a dog. I said, what? Oh, and now he had just fuck. moved in like 10 days before. So he's, uh, he goes, we don't have a dog. And I Look go, at my goosebumps. Wait, wait, wait. I have goosebumps. I go, you don't have a dog? He goes, did you hear a growl? And I go, yeah. And he goes, yeah, we heard that last night too. I go, what? And he goes, yeah. And he said, I'm going to tell you something else. The people, the tenants who were here before, when they were coming in to look at the house, they came in with the realtor, right? So when you break a lease, you break a lease and... You, you, you suffer repercussions of that. Clearly, the real they had made it, but the guy who was living there before, the guy told me he kept trying to make eye contact with me, and he kept he was like doing this tiny little nod of the shake of the head, like don't move in here. So when the guy, I saw the guy when he was moving out, and he told me he goes, this place is fucking haunted. I go, really? He goes, but not in like a good, ooh, yeah, like deep growl, like demon, like his wife woke up with scratches on Shut her arm. Shut the fuck up. Okay, so they realtor finally. Basically, they cut down all the bushes up front so it wasn't grown over. They put two huge skylights in it so that it was the, it's always lit. <laughs> they turn into the Yankee Stadium. They basically, right? <laughs> but, but, um, and the rumor is they did a little bit of an exorcism in there. Now, people live there now. The same people have been there. That is really freaky. It was fucking really Did it sound weird. like a dog? Did you think, oh, that's a dog? It sounded, it was such a deep growl that I was like, this is one oh, God, angry. Oh, it followed you down uh, like from the, the gate? beginning of the row to oh, the. God. I was like, but it was behind the big row of right. bushes. It was like, it, it, it was the deepest, darkest growl I've ever heard. My dog sprinted. That's crazy. Yeah. That it was, was like amazing. A, you think though. it was a demon? It was probably a demon. It was either a demon <laughs> or what? Could have been Bobby Slayton. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I hear he's out and about sometimes. Oh, Bobby Slayton. <laughs> that was like, or what? <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Um, Bobby yeah, Slayton. no, no. Yeah, I think it was fucking really weird. That's really that's disturbing. Why, like, the demon thing is the part, like, I believe in spirit. I'm not sure I had ever believed in demon type stuff. Have you ever seen Deliver Us from Evil? Yes. It's, you know, it's based on a real detective. Yes. Have you seen the documentary about the detective? No. Is um, it worth seeing? Yeah, because it just shows you what this guy does for work now. Like, he's a retired detective, but he's still working. And uh, I forget what his title is, but basically he deals with demonic possessions in houses and people. In the, I think in the Bronx still. Do you know that they say that the more you talk about demons... Come on. 
okay, let's move on. How's your son? Just so you know, the more you talk about them, the more you are apt to attract them to you. Well, then we will stop talking just so you know. about them. I just wanted you to know that's what they say. What about Demon Dick? Maybe I want that. Can I just get the Demon Dick? Yeah, but that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, yes, I think you can order that separate. Go ahead and Google that. I'd Google it, but I think you can order it separate. I think you can. Where, um, where can people find you? Right here. Right here? I'm going to be here from now on. This you is should stay here. Wonderful. Just, I, maybe I can I build like a little hut for us. A you little, just, like a teepee? Yeah, like a little teepee. Yeah. You can sleep by the pool. I, not until terrible. Until Fozzie Bear gets used to you and then he stops seizing. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, by the way, that took me a second to re- re- really realize what the fuck you were saying <laughs> to me. What do you think Fozzie Bear was? Like a, a, a Muppet? <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's a Muppet. It's what I call my vagina. Fozzie Bear? You make my vagina seize every time I you mean, walk into the look, room. Look, we would be Demon Dick and Fozzie Bear. <laughs> Um, you can find me. My Twitter is at Josh Wolf Comedy. My Instagram is at Josh Wolf Comedy. But we would love to do a show with you. I would love that. When I was on your show, I think I was on your show. Was it three weeks ago? Yeah. The three Josh weeks? Wolf show. Yeah. I'm so sad it got canceled. Me too. We're going to do something so. else. I hope so. I had so much fun. Yeah. I really did. You're natural. You're such a great host. Oh, thank you. You really are. I did. Here's the best thing that for me, I did what made me laugh. And that's the most important thing. That is the most... Don't you think? Yeah, because then it'll translate. If you're having fun, and I know it sounds like so cliche to say, but that's what you have to do because you're going to convey that. Yeah, you know, that was advice I got from Chelsea, actually. She said, do do what makes you laugh. And then she said, make a show like nobody's watching. That's so smart. Yeah. That is so smart. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's such great advice. Yeah, because she was like, look... If you build it, they will come. The people that like that will find it's, it. It's true. But when you're not consistent with your message, when you're not, and this is for comedy too. Yeah. When you're not consistent with your message and you're who am I, then you're going to confuse the people who do follow you. It's true. If you, if, you, if you fluctuate between being one thing on stage and another thing on your shows, they're going to be like, well, who the fuck are mm-hmm. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, and I'm stupid all the way across 360. You, you teeter on dumb. I do teeter on I dumb. I teeter on crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We go together like fleas <laughs> and carrots. <laughs> uh, Devil Dick and Fozzie Bear. <laughs> Good old Devil Dick and Fozzie Bear in the building. Well, Josh Wolf, you're delightful. You are. Yeah, you're my husband in another life. Yep. Bethany's a lovely. She is. Wifey. I haven't met her, but I know her from you yeah. speaking about her. She's she's a good person. She's she's lovely, and your family seems really sweet. She puts up with me. So. And you know, you got a good son for picking up your shit in the backyard. Yeah, no choice. Here you are judging Chris Jenner. Like, go get my shit, Junior. Yeah, but you know what? That's called hard work. It is hard work. You know what I mean? When he it, it, and he worked on my show, and, and he as PA, I made him. He was do, great. I made him do the shit stuff. That's smart. Yeah. Make him work because he's got too good of a face. Well, he does have a good face. He's got but a listen, good face. He's also getting front row tickets to Fallout Boy and Wiz Khalifa at the Hollywood Bowl, right? <laughs> so on the on the other side of that, he's got to work for that shit. Yeah. He's got to work for it. That's smart. You know, he asked me, he goes, "When are you going to buy me a car?" I go, "When you have money for it." Nobody bought me a and fucking car. And what did he car. say? Was he like, okay? He was like, why wouldn't you buy me a car? I go, because you're not working for it. Yeah. I, you're not going to appreciate this car because it's going to be gifted to Tell you. Him, send him over here. I'll let him drive me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. That's so creepy. I'm like hitting on your son. It's okay. Does it make you, are you a little no, dad he's jealous? Grown up. He's 18. Oh, jealous, yes. Dad jealous? Yeah. Yeah, jealous. I mean, he's definitely surpassed me as the far and away the most handsome person he's in a our babe household. he's he's a babe he's like just miles got that little face you're like who is this little babe he's like miles teller yeah he does yeah i didn't even think about that he does yeah i'm a total 
I'm going to hound him. Okay. And I'll see you at our wedding. Okay. You, you, who the has wild to pay for wolf, it? Well, I don't have to pay for the it. The Wild Wolf Band plays. We'll play. My dad can't pay for it. He's a gambling man. He's, his, his bread cabinets are filled with ex-lotto tickets, loser lotto tickets. Who has a bread cabinet? My father does. He lives in an old-ass house. Who <laughs> 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 has a bread even, cabinet? I don't even know what a bread cabinet looks like. Got, it's just like the small cabinet. It's like Is that real, a bread cabinet? No. It's like a small cabinet. And like sometimes they make like ones where you could just put the bread and you can buy a bread cabinet. But my father's like a huge gambler and he just has, and he has his ex lotto tickets, the loser ones in bread bags. Which dad are we talking about? Just my one, da- oh, my real dad. Real dad. Joe Peluso. Which dad? Steve. Go home, Steve. <laughs> Go back to your wife. <laughs> I love the name Joe Peluso. Joe Peluso. Giuseppe Samuel Peluso. First of all, Joe Peluso sounds like a boxer. Yeah, he does sound like a boxer. His uh, nickname is Butch. Joey Peluso. Yeah. Are you fighting Joey Peluso this you, week? You fighting Fuck Joey P? You, you better luck. watch out. Good luck, Joey Peluso. Sicilian sausage coming yeah. through. <laughs> all right, well, I love you, Josh Wolf. I love you. Thank you. And you're going to come on my podcast? I am. Lifted. We just started. I did the first one last night with Jacob. That's exciting. You did? Yeah. That's really sweet. I started my first one with my dad. Yeah. I did it. I just wanted him. I wanted, I don't know. That's really sweet. You guys are tight. He's my, uh, yeah, he's my buddy. That's really adorable. He's going to college in, in eight days. and I, there will Oh, be my God. What are you going to do? Open, flowing tears. I told Beth. I'm Where's like, he going to go? Is he staying local? He's going to LSU. Oh, okay. Well, let's. That's Louisiana. Oh, oh my God. I was thinking Los Angeles. I don't no. know the colleges run here. LSU. <gasps> he, I oh, actually, my God. Are you going to lose your shit? Oh, Look yeah, at yeah, you're yeah. like your eyes yeah. are red now. Are I you told Beth. Thing? I was like, hey, listen, in about 10 days, we're going to find out if we really like each other. <laughs> 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 the marriage is going to be tested. Yeah. Hey, listen, let's be honest. Let's roll these oh, dice and see what happens. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thanks. So you'll go check up on him? Yeah, I'll check up on him. <laughs> I'll, I'm calling Justin Renton. Can you book all my colleges at LSU, <laughs> Can please? we go to Baton Rouge? Can we just... <laughs> all right, Josh Wolf. Right. Well, Talk take soon. care of yourself. You too. I am officially running for President of the United States. Free trade can be wonderful if you have smart people. But we have people that are stupid. If you really love this country, you have a very, very hard time convincing people that what you're doing is right and that you're really smart. And like a lot of us are really smart. I'm really smart. Went to the Wharton School of Finance. Even then, a long time ago, like the hardest or one of the hardest schools to get into. Did well at the school. Came out, made a fortune, wrote a book called The Art of the Deal. Did everybody read The Art of the Deal? When do we beat Mexico at the border? They're laughing at us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. Mexico doesn't want people. They're forcing them into our country. And we're taking them and we're putting them in our jails and our hospitals. And we're paying them money through different sources. It's a disgrace. I would build a great wall. And nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. And I'll build them very inexpensively. I will build a great, great wall on our southern border, and I will have Mexico pay for that wall. Mark my words. Nobody would be tougher on ISIS than Donald Trump. I would take away their wealth. I would take away the oil. But wouldn't you be destroying the wealth of Iraq? No, no, let me tell you. There is no Iraq. There is no Iraq. And you don't think bombing Iraqi oil fields, which are now in the control of ISIS, yeah. but, but bombing Iraqi oil fields is going to anger huge numbers of people? I would bomb Iraq? the hell out of those oil fields. I wouldn't send many troops because you won't need them by the time I got finished. I'd bomb the hell out of the oil fields. I'd then get Exxon. I'd then get these great oil companies to go in. They would rebuild them so fast your head will spin. I'm an English man.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.